Good evening, evening everyone. I want to welcome you to uh, Homeless Large Podcast. Uh, this is the world's only homeless podcast. And uh, today, uh, today's topic is solutions. Um, and I want to speak on our sponsors real quick before we start. Today I met with a very interesting couple. Um, I believe it was a mother and son couple. Her name was Chris Olson and his name was Raj. I can't pronounce his last name, but it's R-A-J. And um, they presented a really interesting solution to me. So there's this company called Pallet, P-A-L-L-E-T. And we discussed some things about this company because the son is actually like 30 years old, 32 years old, somewhere around their mid-30s. And he came up with the idea of using this company to help homelessness. Now, I know that these uh, tiny homes have been enacted in Los, Los Angeles. And from what I understand, they're having a real large effect. So... I think this is a great idea. Now, I don't know how much of you guys understand something, but I want to get the community behind some things. Because look, the only problem with homelessness is people's um, unwillingness to help, to solve it. That's the biggest problem behind homelessness. It's your unwillingness to help. See, if people would be more willing to help, there would be less hopelessness. There would be less feelings of being hopeless. People have to be willing to help in order to solve a problem. There has to be a community effort to, to put a, a, resigna- or a resolution on the table. And if nobody wants to accept the resolution, then how are we going to solve the problem? You know, it's kind of like a drug problem. You can't have resolution without a solution. So it's real important that we not only accept that it's a problem, but we accept a resolution and work with it to help make it better. And I think these tiny homes that they're presenting is great because they're actually fairly inexpensive and they can be put up fairly quickly, shipped rather easily. They're lightweight, they can ship 30 to a truckload and they're easy to move. And I mean easy to move. They're already prefabbed walls and everything. They're put together with nuts and bolts and can be assembled in less than an hour. I mean less than an hour. They tell you literally, and I'll put a link to the tour and the show notes when I'm done here, but I think it's just really interesting how they did this. Um, so we talked about a few things today, and and Dr. Olson is a very interesting lady. Her son and his Raj is they're just great people, and uh, they're people that have lived most of their lives in comfort, and yet they take such an interest and have such a heart to help the homeless community that they. They, he, they, I mean, it's just, it's, it's amazing the heart I found in these people. They, they astounded me. It was great the way these people talked. They were very, um, it was very, number one, it was very brave that they came out and met me. I'm a homeless man and not very many people are willing to do that. Especially on their level of life, you know, they're not, you don't find very many doctors that are willing to come out to the streets and meet a homeless man. It just doesn't happen that way. So I want people to understand that these people were very brave in coming out here and, and meeting with me today. Uh, and, and I really, Dr. Chris Olson, I want to thank you. I want to thank you and your uh, Raj for your interest and your, your 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 courage of helping the homeless community. I think it's a great thing. So understand, I am behind your project. I back it 110%. Okay. Yeah, just just know that right now. I back it 110%. You guys are great people. Make no mistake. 
So, uh, as to that now, I, I want to promote this project. And the project is called Palette, P-A-L-L-E-T. And her name is Dr. Chris Olson. I look forward to having her on the show here soon. I want to ask her about doing a podcast with me. Maybe we can get the idea out there. Maybe I can get her to do a live post. I don't know. But in the future, I hope she will be um, encouraged to come on the show and give us some ideas as to what they're thinking about. Um, I just think it's an awesome idea. I think you guys should, uh, I think neighborhoods should get behind this. So that's just a quick show recovery. I want to do this segment. Uh, it's going to be a new uh, um, episode called Solutions. And this is the number one segment. I want to give some props to our sponsor, Anchor FM. Uh, it's the world's only free podcasting network. They put your your podcast out there on different platforms. They help you get other sponsors. It's all free. So download Anchor today. Have a great day, y'all. Good afternoon, everyone. And welcome to Homeless at Large. I know I haven't done one of these in a minute, but uh, I'm getting ready to start doing them again. So look, uh, today uh, we're here in, at uh, Esteban Park. We're going to do a broadcast with uh, Dr. Chris Olson and uh, Kevin. We're going to be talking about the tiny homes and everything. Uh, so I want you all to enjoy the show. Um, I'll leave it open so you guys can do some comments later on. And I'll probably post some questions. Uh, I hope you guys will answer. Uh, again, my, my sponsors are Anchor FM. Uh, totally free podcasting. They'll teach you how to make a podcast help you set it up, help you get dump sponsors and everything else. So uh, let's download podcast uh, Anchor FM, and let's get those podcasts on the air. All right, so here we go. We're going to get it with Dr. Chris Olson here. Chris. And I just take them and wash them and wear them. And now when I do lose my next bag, because I will, I know I will, uh, I don't care. I've picked up all this stuff off the street, everything. Everything I have, socks, except, you know, maybe the, yeah. the boxer briefs I bought. But uh, other than that, off the street. Okay. Well, that's... Yeah. Um, I'm recycling, you could say. <laughs> and recycling's great. Yeah. Um, and so these these houses can be put up and taken down 40 um, Oh, wow. And when people leave in many of the villages, they give them the bed. They give them the mattress. So you, yeah. you got a starting point because... When you leave, it's to go into regular housing. But seeing as the biggest problem for, for homelessness is that there are not enough affordable housing, we figured that for some people, this may be permanent. Yeah. And once you have a, a job, um, you, could, you could rent this place and stay in it permanently. If you I would say where there is a rental available. What? Well, when you want to keep the, um, the temporary ones, like, so you have the ones that are there to get housing, Keep them separate from the ones that are permanent. I mean, no, no, we just we just put them all in and and. Is it like a military uh like no, houses no. where you could just you know, like a put it up and then move it if you have to like a exactly yeah. exactly and we we actually well, instead of regular electricity we want to get solar, solar. paneling on uh like on a trailer yeah they yeah. did that up in San Jose. And that way, if we move it, we move our electricity with us. We oh, don't. Okay. And it's also, as long as you have solar, there, there isn't. Um, there's solar much, technology. It, yeah, it's, it's much less. Right. It's much lighter and much less costly. Yeah. So let me ask you a question, Chris. So you know, you mentioned solar, and that's a great idea. But why would you get a big trailer and instead of like um, 
on which they have solar panels that will sit right on top of one of the homes. That, because uh, they, they actually do make solar Kind of individual. They make solar panels for these, but the, the, the amount of solar needed to run heating and air conditioning is, is pretty high. Oh, So wait, if we get the solar panels mm -hmm. from, like, Wish, they're cheap. I'm telling you, they're cheap. Wish.com, you can get 140 watts for, like, 80 bucks. Mm -hmm. All right. So 140 watts, that'll easily run an air conditioner. Easy. Okay, if you get but, the right air conditioner, but, right? Uh, if, if we can do that, if we can get a one that'll roll, run an air conditioner, then that'd be great. But the thing is that uh, running 24-7, you have to have a storage. Like, it'll run it during the day. But right. then, it, then at night, so, it, it turns off without the solar. But then you get batteries. Well, but the thing Green. is, the batteries, um, one of two things. You either get batteries that um, are, batteries. are portable, right? and they can be stolen. And that's, I, I had my entire house previously. Um, yeah. I had a large house, and it, it was totally on solar. And that's what I wanted to do, is do batteries. And they said, don't do it. The batteries get stolen. Well, but you can build. But that you can get, and they said, even, you know, you have to put this incredibly. So if you, if you think about it. But there's, there's now Tesla now makes. Tesla. Um, Tesla makes these these uh, these high volume, um, yeah. 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 So that's that's what we will actually try to get. But see, what you could do is uh, but so you, you can get like a marine battery, and they sell battery boxes. No, I'm going to go with her. Tesla. Yeah, you can, can't you can't put that. You could have a battery yeah, like just, this that will run your whole house. Yeah. That's what it's Tesla's done with batteries. It's not like that small, but it's, it's yeah. But the thing is, you just put it with all of the solar, all of it. You know, right, all in one is, shot. is running the air conditioning during the day and saving yeah. for at night, and then it, it runs off the batteries at night. Well, yes, I took yes. solar technology, yeah, and when it's, I graduated, it's a much smaller amount of, of space than the, than the other kind of batteries. And when I graduated, I, you know, I started my own solar business, and I talked to the head guy at Tucson Electric Power, and he explained to me real quick what he was all about. Tucson Electric Power sells electricity. That's what we do. We don't like buying leftover solar energy. That I don't care if it ever gets off yes. the ground because my job is to sell electricity. That's right. But if yep. you want solar and you want to get in my grid, you're going to pay me at least 125 bucks a month just to plug into my grid. And I said, well, what if I don't want to plug into your grid and go off grid? Like you said, batteries. And you know, and I know they're they're heavy. They're it's it's a big ordeal. Yeah. But I knew t Tesla, Tesla has. Yeah, he's take, taking batteries like Apple did with computers. Yes. Yep. And eventually we will have our yard. Because what you didn't know is that it was already going on. I, I heard everything he said. And actually, it sounds right. Is it, if, if it needs to be checked, I can check. But my back's just straight. But you know, the, the thing about that is, though, you got to remember when you got nowhere to go, you got nowhere to go. That includes to the bathroom, that includes to. When you can be harassed, you can be harassed. Not doing anything, day or night, don't matter. Yeah. You can be checked for what is it? Uh, no reason at all. Nobody has to call. They can just show up and say, "Who are you? What are you doing?"
There you go. So you know, the thing about that is, let me ask you something, man. Yeah. How did you become homeless? Uh, evicted from uh, my mom's house, which again, I, I was, wasn't on the, uh, uh, the rental agreement, so I wasn't technically renting, but I was evicted by my grandmother from my mom's house that, well, she was renting it. It was still technically Marilee's house. Mom's renting, um, I'm staying there. Um, me and my girlfriend, my fiance, who, uh, Ash Scott, uh, Ashley Renee Scott, um, we, uh, we got into a few fights, put a few holes in the wall. Mary Lee said we did $100,000 in damage. Now, I'm, I'm a residential contractor by trade. My uncle, uh, I've apprenticed with him for years and years and years. I've never actually had my contractor's license, but I've done it with my uncle. There was no way it's $100,000 in damage. Well, you know, evaluation is half the battle, but the thing about it is when you do damage, you can never really be in a position to say that. Right. But the thing is, man, I, I think that everybody makes mistakes, and I believe that uh, maybe you did. Right. I mean, you know, I don't think anybody intentionally damages their mom's house. i seen a... As in, like, badger. Deliver. i seen a badger. Looking... Going to turn house purple. <laughs> he said purple. No, so we're talking straight bleeding from the ceiling to the floor, purple. So basically, just no matter how many times you paint it, no matter what color you paint it, the ceiling itself would start weeping color to the floor, bleeding in purple. purple drops. So let me ask. You, so basically, just one bad situation, and the next thing you know, you're out on the streets with nowhere to go. Right. I mean, I can understand that for sure. Everywhere you go. I can definitely understand that for sure. Um, so what, what, as in like uh, friends and all that, has anything changed since you become homeless? I mean, um, as in like your friends, the way they treat you, the way they look at you, the way they talk to you? I mean, you, it's not just friends. I mean, everybody, like stores. I mean, you either... You either get treated pre-COVID. Pre you either get treated special by by getting, getting something because you're you're homeless or you're in need, and they give you a little something, or they tell you to get the fuck out of Dodge. But it's it's different, yeah. No matter whether it's better or worse. Like even some of your oldest friends, you know, they. Cause I, I remember when I was a kid, man, I used to have a lot of friends, and uh, you know, not a lot of friends. When right? I first hit the streets, I was 14. I had my own company for seven years. I, I noticed that when I became homeless, after my dad died and my mom left me on the street, uh, I noticed that my friends weren't, didn't quite look at me the same or talk to me the same. They more talked to me with like, uh, oh, poor you, but we don't want to help right. you get out of here. <laughs> right. You know, like they really kind of wanted to avoid me. I don't have a penny. You know, no, kind of I'm like, not going to feed you. They were my friends. I'm not going to give you my, the shoes off my mother's right. feet. Right. They were my friends when I was okay. But as soon as I became not okay, yeah. all of a sudden they were more Oh, invasive. please don't or, take me with you. Yeah, don't stop here. Oh, shit, he's coming. Close the door. Act like we're not here. Yeah. No type of deal. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, you know, and it's, it's weird because the fact is, I mean, you have that moment where you suddenly realize that everything changed. I mean, your whole life just took a turn, and you have no control over which way it's going. It's just going. Like, like you're on a ride. I lost my key. I would smile. 
Right. The, the, the doors you had and opportunities you had open go spiraling. No. That's why I try to keep the smile, but, <laughs> but, but I had my own company, right? And it was, it was based off street kids, and I didn't realize it at the time. But fucking, uh, a, uh, what, what they call it, a certified field, so you have, you have to get trained. That itself, right there, just doubles your paycheck, period. Yeah. Special skills. Certified. You are accountable yeah. for your actions. You're accountable because somebody out there is going to get hurt. Yeah. Well, and that's like me. I was, I was a mechanic. I'm a, I'm a mechanic by choice. Okay. I choose to work on vehicles. I love motors. I love working on cars. I love working on bikes. I love doing mechanical shit with my hands. And so, because I really never had a license until I was like 40 years old, because I was rebellious after my dad died. Um, but then, because I don't have that piece of paper. Like nowadays, it's getting really hard to even do under the table job because all these idiots are out here doing dumb shit with cars, and and, and cars are getting burned up because of shade tree mechanics that don't know what they're doing, but they say they do, and there's no accountability for it because the person doesn't take the. It's all about that person taking that accountability. But what I was kind of wondering is, what kind of um. What kind of steps do you want to take to get off? Are you interested in getting off the streets? Are you yeah. trying to? Are you? I, I, I haven't mean, made any attempts yet, but uh, but I'm ready to get off of the street. And uh, I mean, what I have uh, is old certifications. Of course, they all need to be recertified. Unbeknownst to you, took them home the other day. I I, I know it's true for me. I imagine right now you're in a single room with five people. Um, yeah, well, I mean, including your girl. Kind of, kind of housed. I mean, we're underneath the bridge, but uh, it's a roof over our head. <laughs> no, I, I, I uh, you guys are movers and shakers, and yeah. you guys have been comfortable where you are. It's yeah. not a cold, cold, cold place. No. But uh, teamwork, teamwork yeah. has changed. Looking back in the day, you could get one person with an ID five motherfuckers in the room and everybody knew that fucking coming and going wasn't the best of ideas. <laughs> right. So but it was a beneficial business, a potluck dinner. I bring this, you bring that, fucking we'll throw it together and see what we come up with. What kind of involvement have you had with police and in, in, in general? Um oh I know I know ask me <laughs> Oh those dumb fucks. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, I usually get the blunt end of the stick when it comes to the police, but I mean, I, I don't have any ill will towards them. I mean, they're they're out there working hard every day doing uh, something they're getting underpaid for. I think everybody in the world it's is nice underpaid. Nice to see him in yeah. shoes. <laughs> so, what kind yeah, of, I mean, as in skills, what kind of skills nice do you have that, that, I mean, because I got a lot of people and um, maybe a lot of, some people don't know, some people, most people do. But I have a lot of people, and there's people that listen to my Facebook and people that listen to my podcast. I've got some contractors and small businesses that listen. And uh, so if I was to maybe... Right, you know, I, I have some people that listen, and they, they tend to help if they can. And so I was kind of wondering, I mean, you say you're uh, you have an apprenticeship in what specific trade? Um, well, the, there, there's Labor. many there's many trades as far as a residential contractor. My uncle would always say a, a jack of all trades, an ace of none. You know what I mean? Master of none, right? Yep, exactly. So, what do you uh, like to do? I, I am proficient in...
framing, drywalling, texture, paint, uh, plumbing, electrical. Um, when it comes to specialty matters, we have to call somebody in, but uh, but to get, to get a basic job. Oh my god, wait, 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 you need GFI. Yeah, GFI, I can put in GFIs. So you can't sign for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, have to, you have to initial for those on the safety, OSHA yeah. safety thing. Um, so, yeah. so basically, yeah. what, what do you enjoy doing? I mean, because I, if you're going to get a job, somebody once told me that if you like what you're doing, you never work a day in your life. A hundred bucks a day between two people, well, I'll round it down to two people, to man a street So... What kind of job do you like doing? Um, I've always enjoyed working in the kitchen. In the kitchen? So yeah. you like to cook? Yeah, I do. Okay. I think I know some people. Damn. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I've, I've, I've done a lot and I've stuck my neck out for people before. And, uh, you know, I regret it. Not really, but, you know, I always never regret sticking my... I never regret helping somebody. Sometimes I regret giving my word for somebody. Because that kind of gets your neck chopped off a little bit. But say if I um, had a friend who was in a restaurant and I said, you know, why don't you give the guy a chance? I mean, is there a place you can take a shower and clean up where you're not going to be all... I mean, because that's the one main thing that people get about it, especially in a restaurant, uh-huh. is if you're dirty. Yeah, yeah, you know, you got to be clean and you can't smell bad. So I would want to know that you'd be able to go and clean. I know i got a couple places. I mean, if... if, if, if I get visited every single night by two dudes, both of them come in with chef's outfits. Um, I, used to, I used to take, uh, take I bathe in the uh, cemetery there, but they got rid of all the spigots yeah. near the, uh, the end. So maybe I've, uh, see, tomorrow I'm going to look at an apartment, so by Monday I should be in my apartment, right? Yeah. So if I said you could come up if you had to work and take a shower before you go to work. Yeah, during daylight hours. During daylight hours. I mean, you know, proficient hours. Some respectable, not like 8 a.m. Right. <laughs> not like not like 10 p.m. at night or 12 p.m. at night, you know. Uh, you know, respectable hours. Come up, take a shower, change your clothes, whatever. Have a meal, you know, which... And, 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 right, you know. And, and, and maybe try to help you get a job. A door to sit behind. Would you... Somewhere to stop. And fucking thing out there. Would you be willing Stop to more than five fucking minutes? Would you be willing to like take care of any kind of thing that would hold you back from going to your job? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because I need to know was, that there's I nothing to hold you back. Work ethics. You know, at home I might not clean my room very much, but when I got to work it was always bust ass. You know, when I heard I take, hated I hated going to work, washing dishes or something, coming home. And washing more dishes. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I could. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely. Could. I could get to work on time. Work hard when I'm there, and uh, you know, go home tired. I always, I always enjoyed feeling like I worked. So I'm gonna day. give you a chance, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna test you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. But, uh, before you do this, boy, fucking remember, he's got a fucking. It's only half of it. He's got a girl. That doesn't yeah. stop him from making money. How long has you and your girl been together? For seven years, going on eight. Okay. And how many domestic violences have you got into because of it? Um, 
I mean, we, we, had, we had a few. We haven't had anything recently. That's so but now you've got charges, right? Much, yeah. And you're probably like, court ordered to like, stay away from like, her. There was like five. <laughs> so you're probably like court ordered to stay away from her, right? Yeah. Okay. So right now is a good time for you to get yourself together and get away from Absolutely. her, because stereotype. In a kind of way, it's a toxic thing for you right now, right? Yeah. I mean, it has been, yeah. Okay. So. I mean, to me, if I get a domestic violence, it's time for me to step out. Right. No, you can't invite anybody over anything like that. Like, just try to be YouTube. So, what I would say is that if you're now in court because of an issue with her, maybe you need to realize that that's a toxic situation and get yourself together and then maybe go back and see if it works later when you're in a better situation. But right now, it's a toxic environment for you. Because you're both under stress, you're both under pressure, being homeless isn't easy. You both should worry about yourselves getting together, right? And and we've separated even our drug use. She's she's doing blues and I can't. Yeah, so so if I if I say stick my neck out to help you get yourself back together and bring yourself back up instead of falling further down, because I know once that downward spiral starts, it's fucking hard to stop. So. I'm telling you, I'm gonna level your playing ground for a minute. I want to see Just how you do. You. Just you, because I don't want no toxic environment that's gonna stop if, if you. He, if he invites her, you'll be under his terms. Right. Yeah. I don't want a toxic yeah, environment a where it's gonna stop you, you from achieving. Absolutely. I want you to achieve, because understand some. I've been Super- homeless for 28 Uh-oh, years. What is your time? Superman had the fortress of solitude. See, yeah, where he went and visited mom and dad. In that glacier type thing, yeah. yeah. So you know, it was kept quiet. Right. But the thing about it is that um, I I I don't mind helping somebody, but if they're not going to help themselves, not to steal, but to help themselves be better or worse than their situation is at the current, then why even try? Everybody goes to thievery. I'm not saying you're a thief. I don't. I've had to fucking feed myself. Nothing like that. And one of the hardest things I've had to do in the position that I am is call the motherfucking cops on motherfucker yeah. for feeding themselves. So, yeah. what I want to know is that if I put my neck out there and say, all right, man, let's give you a chance that you're going to do your best to stay out of toxic situations where you're not going to be able to make it to work. In other words, don't be up late night fucking cone hove on Friday night because you got paid. It doesn't matter as you make it to work. Yeah. You make it to work, then you party after on your days off. Absolutely. Great. Party before, don't get all fucking fucked off. Or yeah. do you want to be out on the streets and kind of want to kick back for a little while thinking it's cool? Too. That's fine yeah, too. But I want to know what you want. Yeah. If you want to get up Whatever and you want is. a job, I'll help you. Absolutely. But if you don't, tell me now so I don't have to waste no, my time. Absolutely. I know, I know I, this dude. I'm so bad at asking for things. Like when I'm living on the street, I, I, I get what I want, unfortunately, I don't get what I need because I you don't know, ask the, for what I need. I ask for what I want. Drugs and the closed mouths. The closed mouths never get fed. Okay, so what, 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 okay, there's a big difference between want and need. Yeah. What's a want? Want, want is, is, is things like drugs. Like I want to get high. I want to here's, go dumpster diving. Here's, cool here's what I need. Food, <laughs> air, water, sleep, and shelter sometimes. Sleep we're dead. And shelter sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to. I need to have clothing because I can't go out in public without it. I need those things. They're I, necessary. I, I wanted physical items like lighter cigarettes, food. Uh, I needed a place I could stop. Yeah. 
because as so, Gage and I, you can, you can walk around and stop, take a park. You stop here, there, but to literally stop moving for more than five, ten minutes, some motherfucker somewhere says, hey, what's he doing? Let's call the cops on him. He's smoking a bowl. He's rolling a bowl. He's just fucking stopped going through his bag. He might be taking a piss. So look, here's what I'm going to do, man. I'm going to put your word out there, man. What's your name? Tony. Tony. Your name? First name is Rich Anthony Candelaria is my given name. Thank you. Violent crimes. No sexual predator charges, right? No violent crimes. No sexual predator charges. No laundering. No stealing. No shoplifting. Okay. So I'm going to put the word out there. And I'm going to let some people know about you, that you like to cook. Are you proficient at cooking, or do you like to cook? I, I enjoy cooking. I'm, I mean, I, I've been told that I'm good at it. And you're um, willing to learn. Yeah. And yeah. you and your family, you and your girl, who's a better cook? Me, definitely. She said that she was going to cook me a southern meal when she uh, got here. It's been seven years. She still ain't cooking me that southern I, meal. I, I, I told my wife it was cool. It's cool if you There's, just do one thing for me. I'll cook all the time. I'll clean all the time. We got to cook one meal a month. So I want that one day where I don't have to come home and think I gotta feed us. Right. Right. Mm. But she can fucking burn water. Swear to God, so, not even mine. <laughs> I want to know that if I put you with someone water and they say, well, <laughs> we don't like the way you do it. We want to retrain you. No you're willing to take that training Absolutely. and say, yeah. You know better than I do because this is your thing. That's, that's what I, wrong. That's what I do like it like about, this. That's, that's wrong. I like about science. Science is uh, is always changing. What was fact one day can be absolute fiction the next day because we've learned something new. So it's rich. Yep. Okay. So everyone, look, if you all know if anybody that is in the restaurant business or anything like that, I'm pretty sure I got a couple friends here in my friend list who um, work at restaurants or managers. Um, I'd like to see if Rich can get a job. I'll make sure you get shower. You can come to work clean, and uh, well, we'll I get your job. Uh, well, maybe we might have just found one, folks. Oh no, that's not. Happen. It's not find one. It's been there the whole time. That's not happening. You're going to cross that line of stereotype or not? Right. I mean, I don't want to see you. Um, you know, People I don't, don't want to see you. Don't want handed things or in the environment. Where dude has dirt up to his elbows. Yeah. So are you? I mean, if you're willing, man, I'm willing to stick my neck out there for you. And and, and I wanna I wanna see you get better, man, because homeless is not life. Absolutely. I mean, I was there for yeah, 28 years. No, it's it's life. It's, it's a life, but it's, it's not a, a good one. Yeah. It's not an easy life. No. I was there for 28 years. I damn well know. I, I just, I'm just dude. I. It's I'm so just been, getting so up. So let me ask you something. It's only been half a year. This being said, how do you make your money now? Uh, I don't make much money now. I, I basically get what I get for in kind. I, I, was I trade impressed. myself and my my abilities for what I get. I was impressed, patting myself on the back when I had less than one thousand dollars taxable income in a year. I actually tried hard not to have to pay taxes. So here's what I'm gonna do, man. How much do you think you make a month? Uh, dollars. I mean, dollars. Ten, ten twenty dollars. No, I mean, tens of dollars. dollars. You know, wow. dollars. 
and I use those for, for a pouch of tobacco and a pack of papers every now and then. I, uh, I use my food stamps to get my drinks, my food, and everything else. But you don't I, I sell really, them, right? I really wanted, wanted to... You don't sell them, them, right? You don't sell your food stamps? No. Good, good, because that's um, illegal as fuck. I, uh, yeah. I, 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 I want to get a community resource paper pamphlet uh, printed up and handed out because I know there's hot plates around here. I know there's food boxes around well, here. Oh, yeah, I know the there's hot street. showers around here. What I want to see you do is first... What I want to see you do first, because I made that mistake, So man. community fucking... Uh, uh, community fucking... What do they call it? A... Uh, uh, a switchboard, a yeah. generalized, hey, this is where you can get help right now. Well, and that's what this podcast is supposed to be for. I'm okay. just trying to build. I'm just, see what happened is when I started this podcast, um, I was uh, just getting it going. You know, I just gotten, I had a page, it was called Homeless Advocate Connection, and uh, I, had, I had over 1,300 followers. Plus I had, you know, a 20K poster each. I had, you know, 3K poster. Some pretty impressive numbers for a homeless guy. Right. Um, just talking on phone. Just on Facebook, awesome. whatever it is. But awesome. then Facebook deleted my fucking account because of whatever reason. I still haven't found out why. But there went fucking like 12 years of work. Damn. You know? And Damn. it was just me. I know why. It was just me being me. I know why. Why? Well, let's think about it. Uh, people being pussy. An open voice towards something that people don't like to talk about. Like their family member, themselves. Yeah. Uh, and I'm making them look at themselves. Yeah. But uh, let's think about this. COVID has made socialism damn near unexistent. You can't walk up on a street corner these days and say hello to somebody without them taking six feet back and going, and? Or you? <laughs> or looking at it sideways. I think it's more than COVID. Well, no. You know what's really neat about COVID? The fucking masks. You can put on a mask. Everybody has a mask. Even the back homeless in the day, guy. motherfuckers were scary. They were the bad guy when they wear masks. Back now, in the day. Now the bad guys can't even afford masks. Back in the day, they used to pull a gun on you if you walked into a store with a fucking mask on. I know. I, even I, a motorcycle helmet, they pull a gun on you. I, I thought it very strange that me and a friend were sitting there masking up before we went inside the store and nobody batted an eye. Back so, in the day, you get masked up like that, people would have been calling the cops. He's like, about to rob this place. I'm going to say on the right, first. Right, right, before you go in. I'm going to put you to the test and see what kind of cook you are. I, I don't have any kind of thing right now, but towards the first. I do. I do. Yeah? Yep. I want to see what kind of cook you are. I want to see if you're a clean cook, a messy cook. Before, uh, before we get into the, the, the whole whatever smear, that. smear lier, or you, you, guys have, you know what a smear lier is? Yeah. The, the, the dollar pit, dollar pit. To find details? Uh, uh, the is for, for quite a few years uh, before it got closed down. You worked where? I worked there after the second fire, uh, in between the second fire and it closing down. Where is this? Hidden Valley Inn. It was uh, up by Sabino Canyon. I know where that's at. Nice. Like the actual Hidden Valley. It was right yeah, next to a, a nice restaurant. It was right next nice. to the Gaslight Theater. Um, no, no, no. Near there, wasn't it? Further north. Yeah. Yeah, it was, was kind of near there, though, right? You passed Gaslight Theater on the way there. It's a, it's like on. It's Do you want like to help motherfuckers here? Honestly, making it illegal to pump your own gas. Yeah. Yeah. If you had somebody out there, this smelled like gasoline, looked like they've been played with gasoline. Oh wait a minute, was already at a gas pump. Can I wash your windows? Yeah. So, what I think what he's trying to say is, um, like. 
job put together something there's an opportunity waiting if you show that you're willing to take it and willing to earn it so go out like if you serve gas if you go up and you knock on a door and say man look what i did they don't have full service i washed some i washed some windows and i made myself 20 bucks see what i'm saying so he's saying show that you want it because he can do it but you got to show that you want it somehow. Oh no, there's an absolute hiring fucking fest going right, on right there now. Right, there is. And so what I'm saying to you is, come over, knock on the door and say, Chad, check it out. I fucking made myself 20 bucks by doing but some kind of work. Oh no, you, you come knock on my door. <laughs> I mean, make sure he's awake or go up to his job or something. My Whatever. door is open, come the fuck in. Yeah, the <laughs> door's open, come in. But, you know, just, hey Chad, I made some money today, man. I want to show you. So you knock on my door, you see my dog nuts. I I go nuts. You know. If um, I want company, my door will be open. Maybe come over and ask him if there's something you can do to help him, in around because showing him that you can work. Help me help you by helping myself. Right. So he's willing to put his word out there for you to his friends, well, but you got to show him that you deserve work. it. Straight out, put my name on it. Right, but you got to show you deserve it. So like, um, come over and say, hey Chad, can I help clean your yard or something? And I, paying it forward to people right. to put your name on somebody else. And I always try to help. That's, so that's one of my big that's, things. That's a goal, man. You, you, look, are, you, so are, you are a helper. There's a I will give you. up by Northwest Medical Center. The guy's got one leg, and I, I used to bring them ice and, uh, and propane. They, they cook for their little community down underneath the bridge. They've got a couple. I will give you a place to take a shower. If you need a meal every now and then, you can come by. Make no mistake, I'm not rich. Yeah. I'm on fucking... Like Chad knows, I, I do that. I'm fucking seven days off the street myself. Right. But I also have this thing where. And the first five was fucking what? Stopping. Sleeping. Just straight stopping. Sleeping. I mean, I couldn't get up. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. get out of bed. Yeah. No, I know that one. I could see that. I that walked was from, I walked from close to here to Oregon, and I slept for damn near five days. It took me five days to get there. <laughs> so, so what I'm saying to you is that is uh. You know, I'd be willing to give you a place to take a shower. If I have something to eat, I'll give you something to eat. And, um, but you gotta do, because I got this thing of, I, I started thinking of other people first. And in retrospect, well, I ended up abusing myself. Would you like a little insight of what you're gonna get put yourself into? A hole. No, you're gonna put yourself into a waiting room. Yeah. You get two people showing up at the same time. I need to get clean. Well, then that's not going to happen because he's the only one I'm offering. This is my point. Know that Superman Sanctuary is that. If you tell somebody how you're doing it. In other words, you come by you yourself. Up, you Okay. The, one of the worst things out there, and this is that whole cannibalism thing, you start gathering your pack. You start having all the things necessary, a brush, a comb, a uh, fucking bar soap, uh, people fucking notice. How did well, you do that? You're right beside me. You are able to go somewhere. Call it, uh, getting pale. Yeah. People notice that you start doing better. People will take advantage of that in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. I do want to know that you're going to keep my sanctuary my sanctuary. My little 
um, hole of people. But you, without him inviting them personally. Right, unless, unless there's some written express permission, which probably won't happen. Because I really actually, you can't say it, I really don't like people. I, I hate motherfuckers. Like I hate motherfuckers. Uh, I've had a fucked up life with people. And, and it never turns out well. Right. So yeah, I'm I'll, putting I'll my, my way to help and get shit on. Yeah. And get that. Oh hi, my name is. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. What are you doing on my porch? <laughs> I'm like, so I I I, I don't want to see you in a situation where I was at because you see me on. No, he's 43. Huh? 43. 43? Not so Richard. Not so Richard. He's good people. But you do seem like good people as well. And so... Many, many, many of times we've just broke out just to break out. Okay. If, if by young I mean you're young on the streets, you're not out there all the time. No, you no, haven't no. I'm young on the streets, yeah. I've, I've, you're young. I've been, uh, I've been cuddled. And I don't want you to... For, uh, I don't want you to get caught up. <laughs> I don't want you to get... Because I'm telling you, the streets is a place you're going to get in trouble. Oh, yeah. No, you go, you're guaranteed. You're guaranteed to get in trouble. You're going to get in trouble. So before I see you um, tear yourself out like that, I would rather give you an opportunity and say before you become the image I was, I want to see you become a better image of what you want to be. So I went one step into that. What I did was offer 24 hours. Not my move. Got 24 hours. Don't have to pay for it. Don't have to pay $80 for a room. Well, I... that $80 they save, what they do with it is up to them. 98% of the time is what they do. But I'm get high. Then go out. They just get high. So what I want to see is that if you're going to help me, man, that you're going to make a progress out of it. You're not going to use it to lower your standards further. I want to see you go up. Whatever your vision of up is. Pick one goal and stick to it. Right. If you want to get off the streets, get yourself together, have some money in your pocket, have a job. That's what you want to do. Then let's help you accomplish that goal. But I do not want to help you endeavor yourself into a world of the streets. Where you're going to end up on harder drugs or fucking being stupid. I don't want to doubt that. I love my street family, but a lot of them have gotten stupid. I'll always be there for them in a retrospective sense of the law. Because if they ever decide that they want to fucking change and become better and not be the way they are right now, I would be there the first one to step up and help them. There's nothing wrong with being homeless. You guys can't can't see your fucking, your prey coming. I'm not saying that, (laughs) I'm not saying there's something wrong with being homeless. What I'm saying is that... It's God's house, we're in it. Right. But what I'm saying is that homeless is not the place to be. Right. Because there's a lot of uh, hate to the homeless right now. Stereotype. Right, it's a stereotype. And you're going to become a... You're either going to become a victim or you're going to become a problem. Me not apply. You're going to become a victim or a problem. Okay? Period. Now, to be cannibalized, or both. we're going these days. Yeah. So, like I want to see you um, 
try to figure something out to clean up and get some, some clothes together. What, what would help you you specifically? Not necessarily you and your family, but you. You, you said that there's a need. You need tobacco. You need this. You need, need that. I, need I, want, put, I want to put you on tobacco farm. These are the best pair of shoes I've had in a minute, and uh, the, the, the soul just uh, let go on the front of these this morning. <laughs> oh, you got a flappy tongue? Yeah, I do. Yeah, foot right there on the left side. No. No. It likes to eat rocks. What size shoe you wear? My name's Tom. <laughs> what size shoe you wear? Uh, ten and a half or eleven. Okay. <laughs> you can choose before. You're gone the next morning. In your own shelf should be a pair of boots. Uh, probably on the left. somebody else that well to me I mean when I get a house I usually try to cut it up so I can throw my money on the floor and be seated. Damn. What they don't see is second pair especially when you got a bunch of like two liter bottles empty and a bunch of paper trash that looks like napkin or something. People aren't gonna tend to dig through that. So 
but my money stays safe on the bar. Right. Right. Well, I'll buy something new. There are a bunch of things new. There's no like shopping at all. All the trash is new shit or the top of new shit. They're like, oh my god. But it's just taking food and like a TV bottle for food and they have it on. And then, you know, they're just doing it. I've put some cans and stuff. Yeah, I have my done. No. I have a big pile of them back at the spot. That bed would skip my bed somewhere into no man's land. And I never replaced it. So you're spilling this to me or what? I'm saying we got drinks that before crew drinks. Okay. Oh, I know where this pews. Yeah? Straight. Not even playing. Back room. Nope. Try again. I know where there's backpacks. I know where there's just about everything you can imagine. Because, quite purely and simply, even from a distance, you can tell, your uh, polar pop cup by your foot just uh, fell over. I don't know if you cracked anything in it. Oh, it's my coffee. Thank you. That's what it does. Huh. Uh, that's great. It falls into a dish. Chad, he has yeah, some sort of... Yeah, it's, it's there to drink. Please. Before the little critters drink it, let's drink it. Uh, <laughs> Quite literally, uh... Brother? Yes, I don't worry, there's all kinds of everything. It's salty now, now. So I find matching here would be the thing. So that's what we're going to set to do, man. Um, Rich, I, I want to see you make some effort to um, not be where you're at. Cause, cause, but you got to go get your issue with the courts taken care of. So in the next couple of days, I want to hear that you've done that. Go get that shit cleaned up. Most likely. Most likely. Um, it's it's yeah, an easy I, thing to go to I warrant court. I got out three weeks ago and uh, and I was supposed to get five months. Um I was supposed to go to my first uh court date which was the fourth of this month, so it's a little Oh, past. so you're thinking no dad I'm on top of it. <laughs> so what we're gonna do is No. It's more of a court to understand the situation. You're fucking poor. Yeah. You don't have no money. So what are they gonna fucking do to you? Besides put you oh, in jail. Wait, 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 but they, they don't want to put you I in jail. So what they want to do? Charge you a thirty dollar booking fee after robbing you from all your money that's currently yeah. on you. So what a homeless court does is they give you an and opportunity to for another <laughs> a misdemeanor. Let's stay out of trouble for thirty days. Let's help you Ooh, get into housing. That is a good goal. Let's get out of trouble and stay out right. of trouble for 30 days. Or 90 days, whatever it is. And let's help you get into housing. And let's help you get your feet together. Instead of let's put you in jail and send you to prison and get you a felony and no, all that. To stay out of trouble and to get yourself out of trouble. Both one good goal. So, I want to see that you tomorrow maybe go take care of your legal issues. So I, then, I, I'm going to say tomorrow, I want 30 days of hay. You know what I solved? I didn't get myself in trouble. And, and I, I didn't add to it. And I took care of my legal issues. They were going to get me in trouble anyway. Yeah. And then if you start showing that you're doing that, man, 
The more you show you want it, the more we'll show we're going to give Dude, it. Just stay out of trouble. You're going to get stay it. Stay the motherfucker out of trouble. Yep. Not, not having contact. Contact is fine. You know what? I like giving that fucking cop a high five. Thank you for your service. Yeah. But show that you, but you know. I don't get it because of COVID. I get an elbow. <laughs> give me elbow. <laughs> I've yeah. given, you know, that's a, been, that's so, been a normal thing these so days, doing I just want to see that you're not yeah. going to um, have a, an excuse of I got in trouble with the law, I had a warrant, I couldn't show up for it. Employers don't like that shit, you 30 know? days of pay, I'm getting myself out of, and right. add to it is right. perfect. Perfect. Right. So, let's see what you got, man. I want to help yeah. you. But I want to know that I'm not wasting my time. Oh, sure. yeah, yeah. Because I wasted my time enough, man. I hate wasting my time. There's you know, a guy. It always comes back bad when I waste my time. It fucks me up. There's, there's a guy that straight got taken away by drugs. His mind is no longer there. Did you know three years ago, he had my job. Mm -hmm. he, he could not function. Could not so, function. And, so, and I'm not concerned with, I mean, because you see I got minds. But less is always better than more. So all three of us are fucking BSing about legality and none of us are legal. I'm That's legal. Fucked up. I'm legal. You just said you had warrants. I don't have no warrants. Fine, they're all taken care of. I wouldn't be advocating to tell you. Hold on. Um, yeah, she can't wait a minute. Ooh. Jesus Christ. No, I'm not. I just look like a... Hold that. I get that every now and then. We were never on film. At my grandmother's church, and my, one of my grandmother's friends leaned over to us. Your grandson looks just like Jesus Christ. So, all right, I want to wrap up the show today. Y'all, look, if y'all know anybody that can help Rich with, um, like a good pair of shoes or, or whatever, um, he wants to be a cook. Chef. Or a chef, or helping get into being a chef. Not so Richard. Look, yeah, I, I'm gonna leave my phone number in the um, in the comment question section of this. You'll press a little question mark, um, leave a comment. Um, I'll leave that open for y'all. Please help if you can. Uh, everybody's always complaining about the homeless problem. Well, here's your chance to help fix it. Because there is somebody here. There are people out there that want help. It's just having somebody willing to step up there and help them. So if y'all willing to step up and help, let's do that. Have a great day, y'all. Alright, welcome to Homeless Large Podcast. Tonight I'm broadcasting a little different uh, as I'm here in my own home. Uh, I wanted to uh, do this little segment here because I believe it's important to let people know. Now here's the deal. By the 1st of January or 1st of December, I'm going to be making some flyers. And these flyers are going to be for a national protest. I'd like to get as many cities involved as we can, and we'll post on Facebook the videos of it. Each and every person, every, each and every city is going to have a representative. I want each representative to be understood that everything we do has to be um, within the confines of the law. Anybody that's with the movement on your side has to be following the law. We can't uh, have people breaking the law and expecting them to observe our rights. It doesn't happen that way. Now the idea of this is that we're taking back our rights as people. Cities across America have gotten too comfortable with violating our rights. What we don't know, what the homeless population doesn't know, 
is that, uh, you know, they're violating the rights. They don't know. They don't know they have a right to fight back. The idea of this movement is to get them to understand how to fight for their rights. So, sometime around mid-January, I'll be holding a, a Know Your Rights seminar. Now, I'm going to try to hold this on video so that we can see it live stream on Facebook. I want as many cities as possible to get involved with this march. I'll be explaining more of how the march is going to work later, but for now, I'm going to hold my stuff for later on when it's more important. Um, in, in Tucson, I'm going to try to start right around Santa Rita Park. The reason for this is because Santa Rita Park is where a lot of the homeless hang out. I'm going to make a bunch of flyers, start passing them out, at, like Guadalupe Soup Kitchen and stuff like that. Also around Caridad. I'm going to find respectable homeless people that just want to be left alone and help. Because they're out here get far grown. These city police are out here growing far too comfortable pushing us around without helping us. Cities across America get grants of millions of dollars to help us. And all they're doing is pushing us around, and I think it's bullshit. And I think I have a lot of people that agree with me. Now, I'm going to try to draw as much attention to this movement as possible. I want everybody to understand that, first of all, you can't be breaking the law when you're holding a, no, you're right, when you're holding a protest. So you can't have no kind of illegal drugs on the grounds where we're going to be at. Each and every person is going to be understood how we're doing this. Um, the idea is I'm going to try to get this on public property so that uh, once we're on public property, it's hard to chase us off. The reason for that is because we are part of the public. And as long as you're following the law and not breaking the law, we have a right to peaceably assemble and we're not breaking the law. So they have to uphold our rights. Now, that said, make sure that anybody that's with you or using that movement is with the law because the first person that breaks law within the movement, they give them the right to shut it down. We don't want to give them the authority to shut it down by breaking the law. This is to take our rights back. This is to make it known. Now, each person will have a sign and it'll be on a picket. And every time the police comes, they'll sit down in their tent and hold up their sign that says, help us to leave us alone. That's all that needs to be said. Nobody should speak to the police after that. If they ask you questions, just point to your sign. Help us to leave us alone. Help us to leave us alone. If we have to, we'll start a chant. We don't want to disturb the peace, so kindly keep it down to help us to leave us alone, normal tone. We're not going to scream. The more of us saying it, the louder we're heard. We don't have to scream if there's enough of us saying it. This is going to make them understand that they're not out, we're not going to be pushed around no more. As long as you're obeying the law, they don't have the right to come out here and push us around. We are people. That being said, we all have the same rights as anybody else in this country. If we're free will citizens and we have a city ID or a state ID, we're citizens. That means we're part of the public here, we're part of the, we're part of it. And if we're out in public, we're part of the public. We're allowed to use public property. We have our rights. Make no mistake, for no reason should we lay down and take what they're giving us. What they are doing is violations of our constitutional, human, and civil rights, and we intend to take them back. But I'm here to support anybody that wants their rights, and that's willing to be 
obeying the law and not be stupid. Anything you do against the law jeopardizes the movement and that screws it. That gives them a right to tear your protest down. Well, we don't want to give them that right until we're heard properly. Now, if you're tired of being pushed around, if you're sick of your rights being violated, well, I'm here with you because I was out there for 28 years and I just got my apartment. And I'm here to stand for anybody that's willing to obey the law. I don't want anybody within this protest to be yelling F the police or nothing like that. Nothing like that. We're not here for that. And that's not the statement I intend to make. We need our police departments. Make no mistake, they jeopardize their lives every time they go out there in those streets to keep us safe. And if you're saying that the police, they don't have to keep us safe because it's not F us, them, it's F us. And that's not what I want to hear. So nobody is to ever chant, fuck the police. Help us to leave alone, leave us alone, says it all. That's all we need to say. That's all we have to say. Help us to leave us alone. Help us to leave us alone. Help us to leave us alone. We want to demonstrate that we're people, that we have respect for society, but they need to respect us too. If they ain't gonna help us, they should leave us alone. And that's a fact. Nobody should come out here fucking with us. And the police, they, they're our civil servants too. So remember that. They're not upholding our rights. We need to get them on that task. We need to let them know that we're part of the public. Some of us pay taxes and they are our civil servants as well. They're here to support our constitution, not violate our civil rights. They're here to protect our rights, not violate them. They work for us. And as long as you're obeying the law, they work for you too. This movement has to be fully within the confines of the law. If we're on public property, not obstructing any kind of public easeway, we're obeying the law. Now, the size of the tents, they can be no longer than a single person pup tent. If you're a couple, put your tents next to each other. They can't be too big to where they block any public easeway or public access to a sidewalk. Just something small to shelter you from the elements. That's how we do it within the law. I want everybody to realize that we're not here to break the law. We're not here to say fuck society. Anybody that's with this protest has to respect society, just like we want them to respect us. We're here to take our respect back. So if you're a respectable person that's homeless and tired of being pushed around having your rights violated, then it's time for you to step up and let's have our voice back. We're people, we're human, we have rights, we are the homeless at large. The movement is hashtag your help us alone because we are everywhere. Let's make a statement that we want to be left alone if they're not going to help us. Help us to leave us alone. Help us to leave us alone. That's what it's about. Have a great night, y'all. Listen, I'm looking for donations. I need tanks, sleeping bags all kinds of stuff to make sure people are comfortable. I'm hoping people will bring some food out. I'm gonna be talking to Brian Flagg within the next few days. I'm gonna let him know what's going on here in Tucson so that he can be a part of it, hopefully. And uh, we're gonna get some things straightened out. Uh, 
for far too long, police departments everywhere have been violating homeless rights. Let's get take our rights back. Let's let them know we're not going to be pushed around. Have a great night, y'all. Thanks for listening. This is Homeless at Large Podcast, sponsored by Anchor FM.